All right, what do you want to watch? Easy A? I already saw it. Uh, Spotlight. I already watched that too. Powder. I already saw that. You've watched everything. Nobody watches everything. So, when was Oliver Platt, like, the fuckable one? Like, when, like, when did he become, like, the sex... Like, what made them cast Oliver Platt? And he's like, he's going to be the one that fucks. Like, fuck yeah! <laughs> man, we should be embracing the fat dude fucking laying down some dick. Like, he's the fucking... <laughs> He's the guy, yeah. He's this fucking. He had a goatee and he was chubby. He was fucking. He was was putting that dick out like this dude used devil sticks on Elmwood. Like this guy, fucking. (laughs) This is the guy we needed the girls to want to fuck, dude. That's all I could think about in this movie is like, how crazy is it that Oliver Platt is like the cool character? Like he's like. He's the cool one in this movie. I've loved Oliver Platt my entire life because of this movie. <laughs> like, my entire relationship with Oliver Platt in movies is based on fucking Porthos. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody, to Nobody Watches Everything. Hey! I'm Clayton. Yes. This is Rick. Clayton! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down to say today. I wrote Claytanian exclamation point in my uh, in my notes. Rickthos Claytanian. <laughs> uh, if you can't tell by us talking, wait. I first of all, I want to I want to guess what movie you think we're talking about <laughs> based off of like sexy Oliver Platt. Sexy Oliver Platt and Clay Tanyon. What are we talking about? Like, like, what do you think this is? Like, I hope. Do you think it's analyze this? <laughs> uh, you, Wait, no, was it analyze this? Uh, what was the one with uh? He was. It was Liam Neeson and Oliver Platt. Liam Neeson was. A, it was like it was like analyze that, but it wasn't. Liam Neeson was the psychiatrist, and Oliver Platt was like the mob guy. What the fuck is that? You remember that? Oliver Platt's like, you know, sometimes I just fall asleep. I got that disease. What's it called? Narco sleepy. (laughs) I have to look that up. This is we're talking about Three Musketeers today, but like (laughs) not anymore. (laughs) Gun shy. It's Gunshy. Is it called uh, Gunshy? Yeah, that's what it's called. I would have never guessed that. That is a, with, uh, with Sandra Bullock. Gunshy. The fuck out of here. Yeah, you would have definitely never guessed that. Uh, but yeah, classic sexy Oliver Platt movies. Like, I'm just going through his IMDb. Yeah, he was, like, in, he was in Simon Birch. Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was like sexy <laughs> from Simon sexy Birch. stepfather in, in Simon Birch <laughs> or in Dr. Doolittle <laughs> sexy I'm telling you he was in Beethoven I just watched Beethoven when the fuck was he that? was the St. Bernard oh no he was the fucking um uh he 
was uh, the owner of... Uh... No, wait, that wasn't him. What the fuck was he in Beethoven? Mm. I'm Now I'm like, I'm confused. Like... I'm sorry that this has become like an Oliver Platt, uh, like this has always been an Oliver Platt podcast. We just didn't know it yet. <laughs> Platcast, it's always been the Platcast. Welcome to Platcast. Holy shit! This is us. Um, but yeah, this is uh, we're talking about the Disney. Oh, he was one of the fucking henchmen. Yeah, that's okay. it. Like him and Stanley Tucci. Like yeah, um, right. Yeah, that would have Yeah, this is 1993's The Three Musketeers from Disney, you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a star-studded cast of like this is if you want to see like what uh girls named like Elizabeth were really into in 1993, this is this is that cast. This is like Chris O'Donnell. Mm. This is fucking uh Charlie Sheen doing mm. some of the weirdest acting and just like Strange. if you've ever if you've ever questioned Charlie Sheen's Spanish heritage look at this movie and see his just beautiful dark mustache goatee oh, yeah. and mullet like i swear <laughs> like, like, if you prefer your Kiefer Sutherland to be brooding and conflicted well you could watch any Kiefer Sutherland movie ever but this is another one you could watch yeah. where he's brooding and angry did you ever want to see what it would look like if Al Borland was a hunk? Then this is, this is <laughs> like Kiefer Sutherland is he's he's blonde. Like I this I understand that blonde people existed at this time, but he's a kind of blonde dude that doesn't feel natural for a time period. Like he yeah. just he's he's like a this is not like everyone kind of looks off because they all have mullets instead of like like like. Chris O'Donnell has the only, like, of the time period, like, Harlequin. Yeah, everyone else has got a fucking mullet. Like, a mullet. Mullet and bandanas. They all look like roadies. Like, this is, like, everyone in this movie looks like a fucking roadie. Yeah, Oliver Platt looks like Steven Tyler got stung by a bee. Like he looks like he's in like a cover band for Motley Crue. Like he's just- you know you know what's bumming me out right now is that I think I look like a fat Oliver Platt. So <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little bummed out. Um, well, he's the he's the one who fucks like let's fucks like crazy. Um, so this is like maybe the second time I've watched this movie, and this is the f- probably. 50th time I've watched this movie, but I haven't seen it in probably 20 years. Like, I want to hear about, because I think in the last podcast when you brought it up, you you mentioned that this was your movie that uses your go-to tape. And, like, we all had, like, growing yeah. up, go-to well, I had tape. a few. I had a few. It was uh, this. Mm-hmm. It was Little Giants. My mom got a lot of movies from Disney. Like, she bought, like, the Disney VHS. But it was this. Like, Little Giants. Mm-hmm. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, The Goonies. Those were like my like like sit down and watch them all the time, constantly movies. I remember like it this is my collection is weirder because like I was a like I'm a I was a single like an only child and my mom was a single mother, but my mom's very like uh 
like like if my my aunts have described my mom as like a white lady who married a black man and like like and so her tastes like a lot of the movies she had like one of the movies I've seen the most she's not though I've met her she's not she's not she's She's a black lady that married a black man I saw her (laughs) she is like um for all you guys listening at home I don't want him painting his mom as some weighty yeah (laughs) my mom ain't no honky (laughs) (laughs) that should be the name of our next podcast my mom ain't no honky. A retrospective. Yeah, <laughs> a retrospective look, and we try and figure out which mo- which of our mothers is not, in fact, a honky. <laughs> but yeah, I, this movie, man, this movie, like, you know, I was like a young teenager when I saw it, but like, I was like, this is when I was like, I wasn't hanging out with anybody. This is my weird times where I was 13, mm-hmm. 14 years old, and I didn't hang out with a soul, and I just like just would watch this movie and like I didn't watch it being like I want to be a musketeer mm-hmm. like but I was just like this is fucking it was just nothing but entertainment it's like I period can, I can and Rebecca De Mornay's sweet sweet titties uh, and Julie Delpy's as well maybe a little bit uh, we'll we'll get into the because like, I won't so and Gabrielle Anwar and like I like the women were very it's like that French that French bustier cleavage look oh, is fucking so hot it, like, it is it that's why vampire movies and shit like that were always like, mm. you're going to see a titty. Like, that's just how the... And this is a... There's been so many nip slips back in the day. This is a Disney movie. I'm going to, like... Before we get into the how, how we feel as an adult, I will say, when I first saw this movie, it would had been, like, 1998. And... Again, it's one of those movies that was on, like, I remember the reason why I saw this movie is because it was a back-to-back of Musketeer movies. It was this and The the Man in the Iron Mask. Okay. And I remember watching this, and I was like, I don't know how old I was in 1998. Like, I think it was 10 or, or something, like 10, 10 or 11. And I remember thinking, I was like, this is kind of trippy and like, oh shit, it's the guy from uh, Major League in the chase. Like, <laughs> like that's what Charlie the Sheen chase, was to me. Dude, I saw the chase so fucking much because like when I would go visit like my grandparents and see my dad, it like that was had- Christy Swanson? Yeah, Chrissy Swanson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had a big crush on Chrissy Swanson because oh, Buffy, Buffy dude. the Vamp- That's a movie we're going to have to watch. I haven't seen yeah, Buffy that- the Vampire Slayer in a while. But- put a pin in that one and put it in the bulletin board for future day, baby. Buffy the Vampire Yo, you guys listen at home, you home people. Like, if you hear us talk about a movie that we might do, if you guys say, yo, do that one, like, that's going to push us to do that one more. So if you hear us talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Hot Pursuit or like last week we said something else. We said like Tombstone, and we said yeah. uh, what other one? We said we'd put a pin in it for another time. Oh, I don't even know. We're gonna. That was to- a week. That was a week ago. I don't <laughs> fucking know. But like, if you hear us, like if you hear us talk about a movie, and you're like, "Yo, yeah, that one." That's all it's gonna take for us to decide on what to do. We're gonna be like, "Yeah, let's watch." Like, so man, get in with us, man. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come and show <laughs> us a good time. <laughs> yeah, dude. I. Because I remember him, and then, like, I was watching, I was like, okay, this is, like, kind of cool. Because it's, it's, it's swashbuckly, and it's fighting, and then it has Tim yeah. Curry. And it was on TV, so there's a lot of stuff that's edited out 
of the TV version, even though it's funny because it's a Disney movie, but it was like, you watch it, it's, there's some stuff like that I didn't remember was in this movie as an a adult. A lot of murder. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of blood, a whole lot of like uh, titty stuff. Like, there's like, a- let's say, as far as Disney movie goes, and I don't mean like now, like with Marvel and like Star Wars and shit like that, but just mm-hmm. as like a Disney movie, maybe the most square inch of titty. Like, you're not going to see nipple, but as far as, like, titty square inch, titty area, like, the like area of titty mm-hmm. with the cleavers and stuff like that, this movie might be more above and beyond any other Disney movie. Oh, and they talk about it a lot. It's very, like... They talk about fucking and kissing and fingering, I think. I don't know. I might have made that part up, but probably didn't it's implied. That. But I remember old, like, 90s Disney movies are way more hardcore than you remember, like... Like you have heavyweights, this, um, the Mighty Ducks movies curse a lot. Like there was a lot of just like crazy like shit happening. Lindsay and- Lohan says the N word and fully Herbie lo- and <laughs> Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> she's like, she's like, let's go. <laughs> Herbie just and Herbie's like, like rah, rah. whoa. <laughs> but yeah i it it was a movie that i had never really paid attention to so like seeing it now i'm i'm let's let's let michael let's let michael uh juice us in here with his beautiful beautiful voice yeah let's let's have him tell you what this movie is and then we'll go into what we feel about the movie now because I have a lot of thoughts about this movie. Time has passed. All right, so, Michael, do your thing. Swashbuckling adventurer D'Artagnan travels to Paris hoping to become a musketeer, one of the French king's elite bodyguards, only to discover that the corps has been disbanded by conniving Cardinal Richelieu, who secretly hopes to usurp the throne. Fortunately, Athos, Porthos, and Aramis have refused to lay down their weapons and continue to protect their king. In order to expose Richelieu's plot against the crown, D'Artagnan joins the Three Musketeers. All right. All right, all right, all right. Um, yo, so again, um, I watched this one with, uh, with my 10-year-old son and my 6-year-old daughter. She wasn't going to watch it at first. She was like, I'm just going to do whatever. I don't really feel like it. Okay. Like five minutes in, she was sitting down, and she was there. She was, like, planted for the rest of the flick. Um, is, that, is, is that Oliver Platt? I'm telling I you. I hope not. I hope not. It's like... <laughs> Every kid needs to learn about their bodies through Oliver Platt. <laughs> Hi, kids. I'm Oliver Platt, and this is sexual fruitation. <laughs> Like we all remember that it was sex ed. They sat you down and they were like, this is Oliver Platt. What does it make you feel? And then you're just like, ask your questions and we'll go on. Those girls that were into it just got suspended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get the fuck the out. <laughs> like, get the fuck out. You guys are going to, you guys are going to Catholic school. You're done. <laughs> um. So yeah. So my kids watched it and I sat down and I told my son, I'm like, he's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, you know, it's three months tears. I'm like, I'm like, this movie, like, he got excited when he found out that it was something that I watched a bunch when I was, like, you know, like, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Or however, it says 93, so I was, like, 15, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, so, yeah, we watched it, and, dude, this movie's fucking awesome. It's fun. It is a yeah, it fun, is fun. It is a movie of its time, and, like, 
I forgot how like this movie has just like a crazy cast. It's everyone who's like of this time, and like I've forgotten that Tim Curry is in it. And Tim Curry is like such a good just <laughs> man. Like he's overacting in the best possible way in this movie. He's a literal His facial expressions are insanity. He has a literal mustache twirl mustache, and he is a full on villain. He's the he's a cardinal, and he's getting to be filthy and just straight up one thing that we've 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 mentioned these a lot in this conversation and i'm just going to say this right now um uh there there's a moment when tim curry's just gonna straight up molest rebecca de mornay like he was going he's like they have a shot of him framed hands about to reach for a whole handful of titty, and and she, not his fault. I have to say, like, like <laughs> I'm saying, like she looked. I believe what are the kids calling me now? She looked like a snack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all he was trying to do is get him a snack. Now, essentially, what I just said live on our podcast is: Did you see how she was dressed? <laughs> now. <laughs> Which I'm not proud of. But that being said, she is a treasonous murderer. Yeah. So she had it coming. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets in there. He tries, he tries to get him a squeeze of those things. And she just goes to chop it. She goes to slice his dick off, like, right away. Yeah, she says, uh, <laughs> I... Great line. There's some great fucking, like, like you could tell they're for the trailer lines. Totally. Like, I love that. So the line she says, uh, like, that was about your power, but, like. Um, with a snap of my fingers, I could have you thrown in the dungeons. And, yeah, and she's like, and with a flick of my wrist, I could change your religion. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking is, badass. Does that mean she's going to cut off his whole unit or just circumcise him like a Jew? <laughs> Because, like, I don't know, one's slightly more, like, one is definitely scarier. Like, I'd rather have a nice scar than to have my entire unit fucking removed from my body. Yeah, but people... religion makes that? They didn't have Heaven's Gate then. No. <laughs> they didn't make Nikes back then, so... If they did, though, ooh-wee. Oh, man, there was a lot of people dressed alike, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, this movie has, like, some great lines where, like, at one point, Tim Curry's, like... You know, like, Three Boys of Tears, you know, it's like, all for one and one for all, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, like, he says lines like, all for one and more for me. Yeah, yeah, it has that kind of, like, I love the lines that... No, I love it. Like, there's some great fucking, like, for the, like, just for the thumbnail, basically. Yeah, he's like, uh, like, I love the, the, like, Charlie Sheen's character is that he's a man of God. And he's also a romantic. He's also a romantic. He's a poet. And there is a, like, near the end when <laughs> where they're trying to stop Tim Curry on a boat. And it's, what it, like, how crazy is it? Like, this is such a 90s movie where it has to end with, even for it to be, like, the period, it still has it's to end on, like, yeah, it's like it has to still end like, with, like, a speedboat situation. <laughs> it's just a gondola, like, but it's, it's a still gondola, yeah. end on a boat. And he's like, 
I pr- I swear I promised to God that I would not harm another man. And then the 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 king goes like, "Well, then allow me." And he gets to have a punch. And that's always like a move that is reserved for. And this I I know it sounds sexist, but this is how sexist these movies used to be. Where it's like. Yeah, even the ladies are into it. Like that's that was yeah. always like the moment where the uh, our female like main character who has been a damsel the entire movie gets to have her one punch and they yeah, reserved it. This movie it's like the king is the damsel in distress. Yeah, which I I will say I wrote this in my notes because I, I <laughs> yeah. the king looks like he's played by the same actress who plays the queen. Like <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked like Pee Wee Herman trying to be the girl in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Like you look like Pee Wee when he's dressed up as the lady. Yeah, he's like he's he's such a like a little boy, and like he has like a long nose that looks like it's fake, and he's very like slight, and <laughs> but he's he's like a little he's like a little kid like that's how they portray and that was him. the point though. like king louis is supposed to be like a young king who right. nobody like like i think it was louis like it's like 1603 or whatever i don't know i don't have i'm not good at history and i like so. i remember i read the book like when i because i love this movie so much when i was like younger you know like i read the book a bunch not a bunch but i read it the one time yeah, that's a bunch. <laughs> like reading it well, once. Yeah, it's like, but it's like thirteen-year-old me reading, you know, French literature mm-hmm. was definitely. Just, so I'm such an asshole. I went to look up what it was, but I'm like, I'm like a little shot right now. So I just googled Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of looking up the three musketeers so i could go to the the wikipedia article about that i just googled wikipedia like a fucking asshole and i'm probably sharing it with everyone right now because it just happened it's a real moment it's self-hatred i'm gonna flog myself later for this but that's like going to the library and asking do you know where i can find a library (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i'm a big stupid idiot um but yeah, I think it was like sixteen thirty something. I don't know. It's old. Yeah. Uh, I so one thing that I I love about this movie is that it's so French with all its uh, actors doing such amazing French accents. Like, uh, everyone is like, I love that not a single person attempted an accent in this movie. Like, it's you're. It's like. Nobody even does. Everyone's doing an English accent in this movie. No, no, like that's the funny part. Only like Tim from England. Tim Curry is the only one doing it because he's British. Oh yeah, Everyone, he's doing a British accent. Everyone else is doing their home country. Yeah, and it's like they have like Julie Delpy, who is the only French person in the movie, and she's doing her normal accent. And then you have just Charlie Sheen with his like, you know. I gotta talk. Like, I don't know what it is about him and like actors from his generation, like Christian Slater and not, but there's yeah. like, they're all doing a like, who can do the worst Jack Nicholson? But they all grew up like, that's like their school of acting though. So they all wanted to be as Jack Nicholson as possible. And I love the different <clears throat> tones of Jack Nicholson. Yeah. It's like, and like Kiefer Sutherland, he's basically just Doc from 
young guns. Like it's yeah, the same yeah, fucking, yeah. like mm-hmm. same like, tortured soul guy. Like he's just like bah. Just let a me tell you, the Musketeers are a dream. Yeah. Wake up, kid. <laughs> he gets so fast in this movie all the time. Like just he threatens to shoot the kid immediately. He yeah. threatens to fight him right away. He's like, the, the Musketeers are dead, you fucking piece of shit. And then you have Oliver Platt, who's my favorite character because he gets the Maybe lines. Ever. He he like he's he gets all the cool lines. He gets the, he's the comic relief. He's the, the he's the dreamy guy where he's just like listen. And everyone's like, you don't understand. Like if you heard the words from Porthos, like it's over. Like panties drop. That's how they like. That's how they talk about him constantly. And his voice is just kiss him hard on the mouth. Yep. Let's find a wench and kiss her good. Dude, I love that there is a solid like ten minutes devoted to them all trying to like Mac prostitutes essentially. It's <laughs> just waitresses, but it's like waitresses you're allowed to get all grabby with. Which is it's so weird that it's like they they're like listen. You know the Huh? Yeah. <laughs> this is the same shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna try and mac this chick by saying weird, fucking witty stuff. But in but, this, you're actually allowed to kiss him. So it's like, so it's like going to a strip club in Canada. <laughs> but I think it's wild that they like they oh, a good portion of this like hour forty five minute movie is them all trying to work out how they each individually hit on women. Because they're trying to teach D'Artagnan, Chris O'Donnell, what the proper... Like, this is the most important part of being a musketeer. Not necessarily protecting the king, but, like, how do you mack on women? Like, how are you... The service industry. Yeah, it's like, how do you how do you take advantage of a person making minimum wage, no tips, except for yours? Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> Like, it was, like, I loved, like, there was really good chemistry between the four of them in this movie. Like, it was, like, it was, it was fun. They, they're fun on stage. I love, because it's, it's. Like, when so- they put the blue, you know, when the three of them first, because what happens is Chris O'Donnell starts the movie running away from this guy who, he starts out dueling, because apparently he fucks some dude's sister, and this guy's, like, defending his sister's honor. Yep. And then his brother show up, so Chris O'Donnell's got to run away. And so as he's running away, he, like, runs into, like, literally runs into Kiefer Sutherland, like, at the Musketeer headquarters, and then they get into an argument and they schedule a duel. Mm-hmm. And then he runs into Charlie Sheen, and they get into a war, you know, little war words, yeah. and they schedule a duel. And then he fucking runs and he spills a drink on Oliver Plant, and they start a duel. And, so and they're scheduled. And then all three show up in the same place. Yeah, because and he's like this, like, I have you for. I have a duel with this guy at one o'clock. I have a duel with this guy at two o'clock, and I have a duel with this guy at three o'clock. And it's just like well. it's funny. And the whole thing is, Chris O'Donnell goes to Paris because his dream is to be a musketeer because his father died as a musketeer mm-hmm. saving the king. You know, it was his, his whole thing. And the just it's a cool scene that when they all rip off their fucking like outer coats and they're all wearing the fucking three musketeers like the you know yeah. the musketeers garb. It's yeah. fucking cool. Like there's, it just looks cool together. There's some cool shot scenes in this movie. It's a it's a fun like action movie. Like I will I will get into like uh like some of the cons of it. I mean because it's it's of its time. So some of it uh is staging careful. is <laughs> tread carefully. I, like some of the this is a problem with a lot of just like sword fights in general is that it's hard to shoot them. 
it's like so it just becomes messy after a while especially like once you get to the end of the movie where everyone is like you just have people swinging arms after a certain point and you so you can't see stuff and it's like like you watch this kind of like, and it's like cool, it's acrobatic, but it also makes no sense because you're like that person's <laughs> gonna get stabbed in the back just doing unnecessary yeah. spins. <laughs> like, so it's done though, and so, but it's fun. Like this is one thing that I, I thought about watching this is that this is a straight up action movie. It is an action, like, adventure movie. And I don't feel like yeah. there are a lot of adventure movies anymore. No, it feels good. Like, I remember when, um, like, John Wick came out or when Taken came out. I was like, I haven't seen an action movie in a long time. Like, I, there's movies that are, like, they have action and explosions and shit like that. But they're all genre films. And I hadn't seen, like, a just, like this guy is going to kick ass or, or that kind of stuff. Or like people are going for a trip like that. Like I can understand why people like got into natural, like the national treasure movies because it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a genre of movie that you haven't seen in a long time and you miss it. And it feels good. It feels good to watch it. I don't know. I feel the same way. And this is also like an Alexander Dumas like book, but uh, the Count of Monte Cristo with uh, James Caviezel. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the same, it's the same feel. Like it's just, it's a good action movie. It's a drama. It's well acted. I'll put a pin in that movie because I love it a lot. I'd like to talk about that movie at some point too. I don't want to do back to back Alexander Dumas's. Right. But uh, like, I love the Count of Monte Cristo. It's so good. Like I love, yeah. I love swashbuckling. I love that shit. The like sword fights and fucking. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a there's a, a a thing to it that is definitely like. It's magical. It's movies. It like it's yeah. You can things. fight while bantering. Yeah, like a swashbuckling fight. There's always really good banter between hero and villain, or hero and hero. In this case, when they're like going at it a little bit, everyone's like, clever and quippy, and I like everyone's it. Clever. Even the bad guys are clever and quippy. Mm-hmm. Like I love like <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is like near the end uh, when um, the bad guy, like the henchman, like I forgot his name. Like oh my god, Michael Wincott, Rochefort? Yeah, yeah, Rochefort. I love this fucking... I love... This dude shows up in movies and he is fucking great in them. He is so, like... such a crazy look. And he, he's so, like... like un- He's got that voice. He's got that gravel voice. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, in, he's like, the main bad guy in The Crow. Mm-hmm. He's another, like, henchman in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which is another movie like this. Like, that mid-90s adventure movie, you know, like, kind of a, kind of a flick. Which I would fucking like to watch that for this podcast at some point. Like he kind of he's his appearance. There, there, there are two people that I think he looks like, and the, one's very deep, and one is super. Like it, it's just so. I think he kind of looks like if uh, Johnny Depp was playing uh, uh, Edward James almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like you just like that same fate but he's also like pockmarky but also i think he also looks like white uh leon from like the five heartbeats <laughs> you piece of shit that's so funny the five heartbeats oh, fucking leon yeah like, you know exactly what i mean <laughs> I don't know. I was walking into a five heartbeats reference tonight. 
I like it. Deep cuts with Creighton. I was like, this will be. This is the only time you'll ever hear a person equate the 1993 <laughs> three months. That's right. We got there. The five heartbeats reference, but I yeah, I think they look exactly alike, and they should be playing brothers in a movie. Oh man, black and white brothers separated at birth, brought mm-hmm. back together, but they're twins. Like they're, like, yeah. <laughs> they're identical twins, but one's black, one's white. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> starring, starring Michael Wincott. He's still doing shit too. Good for Mister, him, Mister Mister. That's it. That's why I had. The... <laughs> well, why did you take a break for five years? That's a fucking rough one. I don't know. Sometimes don't know. people just like there is a point when you don't. So I will say this about him: he is such a good villain. He will never be. He can never be anything but a bad guy. And yeah, you're not gonna believe him as like the dad. Yeah, he you would be so uncomfortable if he was the dad. And I think that's a that's gotta be a hard thing. Like this movie is a product of, of a time period when you're just like, Yeah, you're gonna be like Oh, he was in Count of Monte Cristo too. That's great. Was he? Yeah, he was a he's the guy that ran the, the jail. Um, you know, when uh yeah DeMont gets sent to that like horrible prison. He's the guy in charge of it who's like We'll come back once a year and give you a beating, huh? That's crazy. See, that's that's an interesting like fact. When did that movie come out? Did it come out like two thousand three? I would love yep. for that. Did it really? Uh, Count of Monte Cristo, two thousand two. So, so it's almost like a a ten year span. He's like, I have to be in another Dumas film. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love this fucking movie. I'm gonna watch this movie soon, regardless. Hmm. Of fucking whether or not we do it. It's just fucking good. Yeah, it's... it's Because... This is like my grown-up rainy day movie. Where, like, I was in my apartment. I, this is like... I own this movie. I bought it. Um, It was like I had a cool apartment on Norwood in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like, in the Elwood Village. And I just got a DVD player with, like, tax returns. I went out and got a DVD player. And this is like, in my first run of DVDs that I bought. Because I was mm-hmm. like... I never saw it. But then I was like, oh, I bet this is good. And it was... Yeah, I, I it was like this memento. Yeah, again, yeah. another guy who looks just like, uh, dude, like just like a skinny face, like yeah, like there's just a, a skinny odd man, like I yeah, like, skinny people. <laughs> yeah, fuck skinny people. Yeah, sexy Oliver Platt. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're Oliver Platt for life. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but dude, I think this movie because. There is some just, it's hard to explain. It's so, so much a movie, but that's like one of the most enjoyable parts about it. Like there's just like, there's something unnatural about the movie because like that's, I feel like that with a lot of swashbuckly movies because they're all about the like theatricality of it. And yeah, I mean, this movie moves very quickly. Yeah, it is a fat. It is a fast. Once it gets going, it gets going. Mm-hmm. Like it's fast. It's quick. Everyone um, is eat, like chewing up the scenery. Everyone is. Tim Curry tries to fuck the queen too. Yeah, Tim Curry is just like he's a, trying to fuck everybody. He is a horn dog. Like he's, he's even like with the king. <laughs> yeah, he's like flirting with the king. He's flirting with Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. He's flirting with Rebecca De Mornay. He's flirting with some like King Kong Bundy works in the basement. I think he was flirting with him. <laughs> That scene, 
So how many times is King Kong Bundy gonna come up in this podcast? A lot. We're gonna this have to the third time. We're gonna have to watch Moving with Richard Pryor because King Kong Bundy's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to. King Kong Bundy is just uh, yeah, <laughs> but it, it's a. I could totally understand watching this as a kid and being like enthralled in it, like because it is. People flipping and jumping and like seeing people do horse stunts and some good horse stunts in this movie for real. There's a lot of there's some crazy like there are shots where I'm like holy shit that is Chris O'Donnell riding a horse. Yeah, and I was just reading scary. that they did uh, one of the facts on this movie was that they did um, they had to do like horseback training and like uh, like swash like fencing training for like like six weeks. It was Oliver Platt, Kiefer Sutherland, and Chris O'Donnell had to do it. Um, Charlie Sheen couldn't because he was filming Hot Shots Part Two, <laughs> and he had the same hair from that movie, so that makes sense. Yeah, it was no, but yeah, because he had like Rambo hair. Yeah, and I think, but it's like crazy to see him because you're like, holy shit, Chris O'Donnell's really riding that horse, and he really jumped off like that thing. Like they have great like close up shots of um, like there's a part where Charlie Sheen jumps on Chris O'Donnell and it's Charlie Sheen actually doing it. And yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Like, that's a weird thing that we like because we so many actors nowadays do their own stunts, especially like one of the biggest things is Tom Cruise does his own stunts. And that's everything we know about a Tom yeah, Cruise movie. He's short. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, it's like, you're seeing some fucking cool flips and like, but also this is something that uh, uh, Jen pointed out while we were watching it, which I thought was like super funny is that Musketeers, everything they have to wear to show that they're an officer of the King would get them killed. Huh. Like, right. like, Cause you're like, you're wearing a big ass hat with a feather that is always touch your neck. And you're like, who the fuck is that? They're wearing these billowy clothes that hang over your hands and your arms and stuff. And it's like, you have to move and be quick with swords while you have like a fucking poncho over your like pirate shirt. It's like, it's so cumbersome. And then it's wild watching people run with a sword. That was one of the weirder things. You learn that not to do that. Yeah, you like, because it's like, (laughs) <laughs> it's that's so how I die. If I ever run with a sword, that's how I go. That's the end of Rick Matthews. <laughs> like even with the sheath, it's like you do realize you have like a four foot blade just attached to your hip, <laughs> and you're running. And I'm very not afraid of a fencing sword, though. I don't know why. Like I see them fighting. Like yeah, it'll go through you and everything. It's a sword and all. But I have a hard time being actually scared of one. Because it doesn't, it's it's dainty and it like. French. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think a big reason why they don't is that like you have to stab a person with it. Like, yeah. like, cause even though they do get kills with the swiping of stuff, cause it's just like, we need to get this person out of the fight. But it is, it's a stab. It is, it's such a just like it's a stabby weapon. It, it's a, so hard. Like like when Kiefer Sutherland gets stabbed in the arm, it's just the tip of it. I was yeah. like, 
Uh, that doesn't seem like that it bad. Stings. Like it stings. Yeah, it looks like it stings. But then I also think about like, oh, he's gonna lose an arm just because there's no medicine. Like, there's... yeah, he's gonna he's gonna wrap it up, and that's that's as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> he's gonna die of gangrene because of a needle prick. How scary! Like, that's I think about that. There's I was also... afraid to leave the house back then. <laughs> there's that, that's I'm about to get a splinter. Like, there's a part where uh, Tim Curry shoots uh, Charlie Sheen, and you're supposed to think that he died. And it's revealed that his cross that he wears caught the bullet. Yes. But one of the things, and I'm like, yeah, that happened. That has happened in real life for a lot of people. Some person has, like, a, a trinket or whatever. But how weak people were in back in the day, if you got shot point blank in that range from it, your chest would collapse simply because you're yeah. malnourished. <laughs> like yeah, you don't have a lot of cartilage holding your bones together at that like, point. Yeah, you're like, not built to take hits. That's why they can use fencing swords all the time. Because people weren't built to take anything back then. Like, this this shit was dangerous. Yeah, this is like 1630 or whatever. Like, this is like right after the plague. I mean, 300 years after I'm still stupid, but... But I still think that that's the, the also it's like in that time period, three hundred years is not different. Like that that, that makes sense. It's it's not like they have like now cable or like electricity. They're still shitting in rivers and washing. Oh yeah, week. and it's and it's like everyone smells terrible. Oliver Platt's got to smell like a donkey. Yeah, like I like I remember playing uh, Red Dead uh, Redemption Two. And one of the things you can do is, like, go to, like, a, a hotel and take a bath. And that's, like, one of the luxuries. And I'm like, yeah. So mad. When the, like, why, why can't you fuck those girls that bring you water? They imply <laughs> it, but they don't, like, you're not allowed to. Come on, rock star. <laughs> I think he, he, like, he's just like, man, I just want to take a bath. Yeah, my balls stink way too bad to be worrying about fucking right now. I've been on a horse for two weeks just to find a vampire. <laughs> that changes your whole priority when you're like, let's. The fact that Red Dead I can Redemption. Smell me over the horse. <laughs> like Red Dead Redemption also takes place in a time period when they had electricity. So the fact that. You're we were watching the three musketeers, and that's another thing I think about because they're all horned up. These movies are always horned up because they're like Harlequin they're like Harlequin romance novels. Like yeah. everyone is just beautiful and like you got Chris O'Donnell who looks like a fucking paperback book model. Yeah, like, he's pretty. He's got like these bright blue eyes and that like curly looking hair. And I'm like, yeah, he's a he's a handsome boy who didn't he's a do fox. anything. Like he he like after Batman, like he never really did anything. Again. No, he did Mad Love. Oh God! Like he also did a he's on N- NCIS with uh, like LL Cool J, I think, or something. But that's the, that's uh, the yeah no yeah he's in one of those shows. That's the career he has, and it was like he was supposed to be like. Oh, uh, the next big time hunk. But then he he did what was that movie? Was it The Bachelor? Oh yeah, that was dumb. With um, was uh, was Alicia Silverstone in that movie? What? The Bachelor. I don't know. 
That's a movie we'd have to watch on the old podcast. Yeah, that would have been like one of those where we was like, how the fuck did this happen to us? Yeah, no, that's uh thank God. Thank God we wouldn't have to we'll never have to watch a movie like that again. Oh. Unless no <laughs> No. I'll put a pin in your eye. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch romantic comedies unless it's a walk to remember with Mandy Moore. <laughs> That's not a rom-com? <laughs> no. <laughs> when he ends up single? <laughs> when she just abandons him. <laughs> she abandons him to heaven. And <laughs> I got a date with someone else. Like, oh my god. A retelling of that movie is where she breaks up with him to yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, so she's a bitch. He leaves his ass like a trifling hoe. She's like, I heard there's another party somewhere else. Yeah, and she's like, I just is not. This is dumb, Shane. Oh, uh, I really I cried a lot in that movie. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I cry. I'm a crier though. That's not my like. You give me a fucking. I'm just crying. I was crying just because there was a 16-year-old girl that died of cancer, and that made me think that that happens all the time, and I just get into my own head and fucking just start hating everything and loving everything, and then I cry, and she's like, she did change him. He was the miracle, and then it's just this whole fucking thing, and then I go home and listen to her music, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad. There are some things... <laughs> like, there are some things that do make me tear up that I'm always... Like, I, I, I think I mentioned this on the pod before, but, like, I remember like tearing up watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Like cuz I was just like, man, they're 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 following their dreams. Like yeah. they're, they're No, just- I do it for so much shit, man. If a fucking like I don't give a I'm not like a fucking gung-ho like fucking military dude, but if some military dude comes home and surprises his fucking mom or his kid in a fucking basketball game, I am fucking gonna cry. I'm done. I'm done when he's sneaking up on her. Yeah. I you knew what else? Like, but here's all right. So we're like, we're getting off topic a little bit. No, uh-uh. <laughs> I think the 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 thing about this movie is that everyone's like got like they're all fun characters. But if if there's one thing I will say is that there there's not any stakes in this movie. Like nothing feels like it's important. What? He's trying to bridge a pact between the Duke, the Duke of Nottingham. I don't know what the fuck. I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, the stakes of France as we know it were on the line. Oh no! I'm yeah, so, yeah, like, no, not to not to shit on France, but like not to shit on France, but fuck you, France. No, uh, <laughs> not letting us see Rebecca De Mornay's titties. Um, also. Her jumping off the cliff, um, that was the first time in a Disney movie ever that a character committed suicide. Wouldn't be the last. like <laughs> Shouldn't be, that's for sure. I think that that scene is so, like, there are a lot of, so, all right, I'm going to say this. This is something that, are you saying that made me think of this? There are so many people falling off high stuff in this movie. Like, this is pure stunt show movie making like 
This 100%. is like, this is like going to Darien Lake and seeing the Batman show, and you're gonna yeah. see everyone do a face forward flip off of a tall building or something. And it was like every goddamn right, absolutely. Like, and it was like, and like I love that as a kid, that was the coolest thing in the fucking world to me. Was just like a person falling from high. I was like, yeah, yeah. it starts with Chris O'Donnell doing it. Yeah, and then like yeah, a bunch of it happens a bunch of times. The pirate ship stuff it happens. Everyone's doing a front flip into the water, or it's like, oh, all right. This is something I need to talk about. This is truly one of those things that is such a '90s part that I think is hilarious and races the shit. Why was there just a random Asian guy to only do karate? Um, I think the Asians have it in their contracts. That we have to put them in a movie. Um, no, I don't know. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It seemed like it was in there just for that funny scene with Oliver Platt going, and yeah. shooting him, it which was, is just a ripoff of Indiana Jones. Literally, it's literally just so they have a person to do karate. Back, like, he's doing flips and, and kicks and all this other shit. And I'm like, every other person in this movie is also doing, like, punches and flips and jumping off stuff but you're like no there's karate it's the new hip thing i'm telling you right now we've got a chinese guy he's gonna do a kung fu we got this dude he's on contract we got him in a couple of bit parts he's playing chinese guy (laughs) what is his name i've seen him in other stuff ray something or something something his name is something something. <laughs> Philip Tan. I've seen him in shit before. <laughs> Philip Tan's his name. Something, something. <laughs> his name is fucking. Well, if I would have said Philip Tan right away, it would have sounded racist. No, it would have sounded like you knew exactly. But yeah, Philip Tan is in a bunch of shit. Like yeah, he's just he, one of those guys. He was. He's one of those. He's. He's like from that time period. And again, it's the same as that. Like. uh that one dude who was like balding and he was always in a movie as like a henchman. Like the, you know, that like other Chinese actor who like, he was like, in, like, look, Phil Tan was in Demolition Man. Like he's in, now. he's in these, the, this type of movie. Like he was in Big Mama. So like, how does he that kind of, he played Big Mama. <laughs> What do you think it was Martin Lawrence? Oh, dude, he was in Family Matters too. I remember. Yeah, he was Her- Waldo Geraldo Faldo. <laughs> I never in my life would I remember the character's fucking name, but today of all days, as you just said, Family Members, and I immediately remembered his name because <laughs> it was real. It, it well, you can't forget Waldo Geraldo Faldo. It's what you gonna do, Eddie? Yeah, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, Eddie? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great character. Who would have thought we get from Three Musketeers to uh, to Family Man to Waldo Geraldo Faldo? These are the like six uh, degrees of separation of Philip Tan. <laughs> six degrees of separation of Waldo. <laughs> I, but. I will say, this is like one of those things. There are a lot of tropes to this movie. Oh, this movie is a trope from beginning to end. 
And this movie's Disney action trope, and it's wonderful. It's super fun, and it's it's funny to watch these like these they're because they're like real time. Um, they're, they're like time capsules of stuff that we don't do. Yeah, this movie anymore. is the movie representation of you know like a turkey sandwich with a bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Like it's simple. It uses the same stuff you're used to all the time. But it's fucking outstanding. Like it's just it's what you need. It's chicken soup. Yeah. It's fucking it's there's nothing fancy about it. It's not like some kind of like like fajoule soup. It's not some kind of like crazy summer squash fucking mm-hmm. autumn nectar soup. It's fucking chicken it's condensed Campbell's chicken noodle soup with a can of water added to it, heated up on the stove, and it's fucking perfect. And I that's that's legit. I think about that is such an accurate um such an accurate thing because legitimately it's 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 comfort food these are like 100 percent. it's it's snow day it's sick day it's fucking just sitting at home in your pajamas and fucking watching a movie dude watching this movie watching my son watch this movie like he when it was over like he watched like cool i'll let him watch i let him watch like blood sport you know, I let him watch like movies like that, and he was like, "Oh, that was pretty cool." You know what I mean? Watching him in this movie, he was like, "Dad, that movie was awesome!" Like he was like he was pumped up, like because I forget that he's ten sometimes, and I'll like watch a movie with him where I'm like, "Oh, did you like that?" He'd be like, eh. "You know what I mean?" But I'm trying to watch a movie; it's like beyond him. Like he's fucking ten, and yeah. this movie's made. If this movie's not made for ten year olds, it's not made for anybody. It, it it makes perfect sense why it was your movie that you watched over because it's it, it has that like replayability where you're just like I feel good like I remember watching The Mask of Zorro a lot because I had that tape yo hell yeah Mask of Zorro is one of those fucking movies man yeah it's a it's a similar like just deal and like I think this movie's fun and also fun can I mention talk about uh, the, the director of this movie because he made some good fucking movies he has made he is like one of the most like just all over type of like filmography, but they're all like iconic movies that you remember. Like, so he 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 directed the first Critters. Yeah, great he, movie. He also did a lot of the first of franchises. So he directed the first Critters. He directed the first Bill and Ted movie. He directed. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah, Mighty the Ducks. First one, the first Mighty Ducks. Mr. Holland's Opus. Uh, the live action 101 Dalmatian. And then this is when things get weird. He directed Holy Man with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And like I'm like, okay, that's that's a weird one. And then he directed Rockstar with Which Mark I enjoy Warren. that movie. I have songs. I think from I do. <laughs> do you want to maybe put that up in the because... Stand up and shout! <laughs> Stand up and shout! I I'm willing to watch that movie. Oh, lady and pussy. Because that's a weird. I remember that movie. Yeah, that movie. Jennifer Hudson's had his balls in that movie. Oh man, we're gonna have a. Uh, we're gonna put. That's definitely gonna be put on the list because I, I have a lot. Of oh yeah, put that on the list for sure. Don't put man on the house. Man of the house on the list though. That movie's terrible. Wait, we which man of the house agree. is that? That's terrible. not the one I'm thinking of. Oh, wait, it's the one with Tommy Lee Jones. That's still terrible. It's. Still I was thinking the one with uh, Chevy Chase and, uh, and Jonathan Taylor JTT. Thomas. Is that Man of the House? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... Uh, so, 
this is going to be a little deep thing. I like it. On. So, Man of the House. I've seen only two movies in the theaters with my dad. One was Man of the House, and one was Getting Even with Dad. Weird. Which is a weird fucking... Which one was Getting Even with Dad? Was that the one with Swayze? No, Getting Even with Dad is with Ted Danson and Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, and Ted Danson has like a long ponytail for some reason. Yeah, why'd Man. your dad take you to those two? What the fuck was he trying to say? I We have like... The, like, but that movie's about dads like that started out bad, but then got their shit together. Yeah, I don't understand why those are the two movies. Not that, that sorry, I just dragged your dad on that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's I, I think they were movies that I wanted to see because they had like they had people I liked. Like the, it had movies. the it now people in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also is interesting that the only two movies I've ever seen with my dad are about having bad relationships with your dad. <laughs> you took you to see Dutch and over the top. <laughs> Dude, fucking Dutch. Dutch. It. Oh. <laughs> Beth had a bad relationship with her dad. I mean, Dude. Anyways, yeah, I think, man, I think this this is a, I think this is definitely like a, a kid classic type of. Yeah. Movie. No, I think my son's gonna want to watch this again. I think like he just like because he talked about it today too, because I you know I told him that I had to record, mm-hmm. um, you know that I had to record tonight. He was like, oh, what are you guys doing? I'm like three months of tears. He's like, oh man. He's like, let's watch that again. Like I was like, yeah, dude. I'm like, yeah. I, what's funny is I think about this. This movie is like what I feel people pretend the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are. No, the, the Car- that movie's trying too hard to be this movie. That's what I think. No, but that's what I mean. It's like I don't think the Pirates. Like I think the first one's fine, but I don't think those movies are fun. They're they're not fun and, and they're like dirty that, and they're just like and I'm like over Johnny Depp and and it's like. But this is legitimately all the things. It's like we got costumes, we got cannons, we got people falling off high stuff. It's it's got it all. It's a little bit of love, but not too much. Yeah, yeah. Like when that uh, when they set the thing on fire and crash it into the into the powder kegs. Mm -hmm. That was a great explosion. Yeah, they have explosions. They have a little blood just to. Get you like whoa, like when they kill King Kong, buddy. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like forty-seven, like forty-seven square feet of cleavage. Yeah, yeah. It's and it, it's like it's it's a fucking like it's a thing. It is a like a little kid's dream movie, and it and it's fun. It's it's, it's a yeah. Watch. Highly recommend it, you guys. It holds up for sure. Yeah, um, I was happy. I was happy to watch it. I'm gonna watch it again. This movie, like, even if we don't do it on the pod right away, like, probably in the next like week, I'm gonna end up watching The Count of Monte Cristo with with my son because if he like that, he's gonna like you know, he's gonna like The Count of Monte Cristo if he like Three Musketeers, and I'll probably yeah. end up watching Man in the Iron Mask. Like, go on a whole like go on a whole like tour of these movies with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's good. It reminded me of how fucking it reminded me of how I felt then, and it wasn't all like Angus reminded me of how shitty it was being a teenager. Mm-hmm. This, this, this movie reminded me that like I had some pretty great times with the VCR when I was a kid. Like <laughs> I didn't have a lot of friends. I can't change that. This movie's not going to change me hanging out with a bunch of friends 
talking about how fucking how all these girls were gonna go talk to at the fucking mall. No, I was still alone, but it wasn't all bad, is what I'm saying. Like I developed my love of movies now is based off of one me being an only child and having a VCR and fucking. That's why I've seen every goddamn movie, and we could do this version of this podcast probably forever because yeah. I've watched so many movies. Yeah, I I agree, and it's it's definitely that kind of thing where it's perfect for being a fucking person just watching movies and and it's a sunday afternoon movie it's it's fun it's it's yeah oh man what if we're doing this cantation of this show for so long like of does it hold up we end up watching like dust up oh my god (laughs) does it hold up like we just forget Uh, remember the movie dust up yeah we're doing the show for 15 years and then fucking we talk about dust up again like oh god what do we do like, you know what? I kind of like quit. this stuff. <laughs> we, realize, we start liking shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wendigo's our favorite movie. Like, it, it, I mean, like we're watching it on the anniversary of Dewey's death because he was 58. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long the podcast goes. This is all we do anymore. Like, this is it. We don't, like, we don't even do comedy anymore. We've been happily married for 20 years. <laughs> just talking oh that was off camera we were showing each other our boobs that's right you guys a little inside baseball clean and i get dirty on the cam yeah i'm telling you this is patreon we get enough patreon. we get people into a patreon you will see occasional titty shows for me and clayton in honor of rebecca day mornay what's the what is she doing she was so pretty back then oh uh, she's uh She's still doing stuff? She's still law and order and stuff. That'll do. That's what I pictured. Yeah, that's all she needs. Yeah. That's all she deserves. That's what you get, <laughs> Rebecca Day Mornay. All right, man. Um, Again, everyone, you guys are fucking... The feedback is great. You guys are great. We fucking love you. Follow us on Instagram and like our page on Facebook and go to, you know, go to iTunes or Spotify and, you know, follow and rate and, you know, like, post and share and you guys are neato you're neato yeah please um also i have to uh pick a movie you do have to pick a movie you do all right so actually i'm not going to choose a movie because fine fuck a, you we're gonna have a oh. guest <laughs> sorry i thought you were being sassy i was like all right motherfucker you want to go <laughs> I apologize. No, uh, it makes sense. I, I apologize. I, I, I made you feel like <laughs> I was going to say something cool, and then I mm. pulled the rug out. <laughs> no, um, what's going on? What are we doing? So I know what we're doing. I'm just acting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a, a buddy of mine, uh, also named Rick, who had us on his podcast. Uh, he Rick had you. Was, yeah, he had me. You were supposed I to I had to back out. I had to watch Fred Claus for fucking nothing. So, yeah, we need I to know. So, uh, yeah, my, my buddy uh, who has a podcast called The Rich, uh, Rick H Show, um, I've been on it a few times. You should definitely check it out. Uh, we're going to have him on this podcast, and we're going to watch Top Gun. Ooh, the need for speed! We're going to talk about all the, the, the homoeroticism and... Playing uh, with the boys. I'm, I'm excited. I haven't seen Top Gun oh, yeah. in a long time. So. I haven't watched it in a long time. Like a long time. I haven't watched this movie. May, how old am I? 43? Man, it's possible. I haven't watched this movie since I was like 18 years old. Like this oh, is... Shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's <laughs> I, classic. 
It is. It's super classic. And try and get the rights for "Take My Breath Away" by next week. Try and work on that, Clayton. Um, I can just gonna record it. my own version of it. Oh, we should just yeah. do a cover of all. We'll, we'll that's what we should do. <laughs> is uh, we should do like a karaoke version if a song is famous. Mm-hmm. Like Three Musketeers, we should have done all for one, oh, all for love, or whatever. Yeah. Who says? Like, who says we aren't going to do that? And it's awful. We need me, you, and somebody else. We need a. Uh, we need a Rod Stewart for our Sting and Brian Adams. Uh, or if you want to be like Sting, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean. No, no, no. We can. We like. We'll, I'm just Brian Adams. That's all we'll, I'm saying. We'll get someone. We'll record it. We'll put that on Instagram or something. I don't know. Be, whatever. Yeah. No, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Fucking Top Gun. Top Gun uh, with Rick H. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Hell yeah! I get to find Meg Ryan hot again. Yeah. Is Meg Ryan in this? Isn't she uh, Goose's wife? I don't think so. I think what? I think that's someone else. No, it's Meg Ryan. Or maybe I don't know. Fuck. Don't fucking. Don't you tell me. Who knows? You and I know. If I know it's Kelly McGillis, I know it's Meg Ryan. It, it's Meg Ryan. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. All star cast. All star cast. Meg Ryan. Mm. She was so pretty. She's so cute. My Ryan's the cutest. That's why I like her. She's not sounding like she's like hot, but she's yeah. fucking cute. And we get a repeat Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. We haven't had her. We had her in uh, in You've Got Mail. Yeah. So now we get Meg Ryan again. We haven't seen Meg Ryan in a while on the podcast. Meg Ryan with a Tom. It's good. never had a Tom Cruise yet. Yeah, we haven't. This is gonna be good. So it's our first Tom Cruise movie. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please check us out at Nobody Watches Everything on Instagram. Uh, Nobody Watches Everything on Facebook. And uh, we love you. Bye, Clayton.